Spice Girls and Boys. It's our anniversary. Woo! Happy one, one year. year. Burr, one burr, year. Burr, burr. Send us paper in the form of a No, we don't cover Sanya on the show. <laughs> <laughs> we don't hate Sanya, but we don't cover Sanya on the show. Uh, welcome to Pop of Color Pod, a podcast that's officially been on for one year, uh, where we cover underrated Bravo shows with inclusive casts. It's Ruby and India. Hi. Whoop, whoop. You can do those bops again because I don't know. How boop, 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 boop. Even I like the Cohen got burr, 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 burr. Yeah, I'm more. That's more me. Yeah, the bops are a lot. Booyaka, booyaka, booyaka. Oh, all right. She's so happy and energetic. Whereas That's because I, I had a nap. I had a 30-minute nap. Oh, I haven't met her in a long time. <laughs> Actually, that's why I did Dorinda naps all of last week. Yeah, I <laughs> not Dorinda naps. I hardly ever take a nap, but me and my friend, she always a Gemini, a true Gemini, just randomly uh, comes uh-huh. into town. So we went to get tacos and I had a margarita. And so I was like, I need a 30 minute nap. Just 30 minutes. And my phone, of course, just kept going off. But, you know, here we are. Of course. Of course it did. Um, much like Serena Williams, I'm going into retirement. Um, attending group events or planning them. <laughs> or attending probably bachelorette parties. Not that last weekend wasn't great. Just that third and final, you know? Yeah. It's, it's, it's been a long great time. Yeah. I had to do the 4 p.m. during the nap every day just to be awake for whatever the evening brought to um our itinerary we were in your state of georgia it was lovely yeah it's a little different though i mean savannah is very snoozeville um not much going on oh it was cute though it's so cute like it's not Um, for the kind of outings you go on but it was cute for our like no it's so cute but i think that when we went we weren't like prepared you know what I mean? Like we didn't know what we were, what we were going to do or anything. So like try to go to this bar and it closed early. We were like, what? Like, I feel like that happened like three times. You're like, what the fuck? Like, why are things yeah. closing at like seven o'clock? Was that? Yeah, we went to, you might've been in the wrong part of town. Cause we went to place, we were on this little street that was open a little too late for me. I prefer the 7 p.m. closing time. Yeah. But also um, maybe because it was a weekday and not a weekend. So that probably. Oh Yeah. I doubt that's the kind of town, but like everybody who like was working in different places, they very sincerely were like, I've moved here from New York. I've moved here from Atlanta. I moved here from everywhere. And they like love living there. But the sun was like so hot, like aggressively hot when mm-hmm. we were at the beach. Like I turned red a little bit, which mm, not my fave. This is just my rosacea, but my skin, yeah, <laughs> the body skin turned red, which uh, didn't burn, but was rosy. There was a shark in the beach. I haven't run in like 15 years, but I ran in that moment. There was a um, shark on the beach? Not on the beach, in the water at the beach. Sorry. Okay. I, I was like, it just came on shore like, hello? Sure didn't, but we saw the <laughs> fin. Because we saw little dolphins too in a distance the day before. And we're like, oh my God, we're like swimming with the sea creatures. And then we saw a different kind of fin and I was like, get me out. I'm never going back in there. See, you guys just were talking too good about swimming with the sea creatures that the sharks were like, oh, I'm here too. I surely thought I was Ariel in the little arm, <laughs> but I'm not. I'm that villain, Vanessa, on the land. Um, but yeah, it was it was lots of fun. Lots of party to be had. We went to a piano bar, which... Love. Yeah. There were a lot of bachelorette parties. 
there's like literally a different themed bachelor parties. And I don't think um, the acquaintances in the group appreciated when I was clowning the other girls. Cause it was very like, you know, perceived as anti-women. Women, you don't support women? <laughs> well, I literally said, I, I think I said something like empowered. I empower the empowered women on this side of the bar, like referring to our group. And I was like, but I can't say that I would the other side of the bar, which was the whole rest of the bar. Wow, Bethany, wow. That's all I have yep. to say. And Bethany Frankel, the internalized misogyny <laughs> jumped out. But all the girls are really nice. I think they're just not used to like my sense of humor, if that's what we should call it. Yeah, probably not. My true self. <laughs> She's a prickly pear. What can I say? But the jams were good. Lot we ate a lot of good food. The food was perfection. We also went to Bucky's. Have you heard of Bucky's? Yes, and I I keep wanting to go, but it's so far north of Georgia or in Savannah yeah. that like there's no reason for me like even when I had a closing in like some like up north like northern Georgia it was still 30 miles away I was like yeah because it's just inside South Carolina yeah like no we're, I'm not doing it that. was like if Costco was a state fair like it was just wild there was merch everywhere I got oh my gosh I got this sweatshirt a Bucky's racing themed sweatshirt oh look at that it's cute I know it's giving it's giving redneck and I'm not mad at it. It's kind of giving like vintage. It's kind of giving like Chuck E. Cheese. So for those <laughs> who can't see, it's a it's a tie-dye. It's like a navy and white tie-dye with like a yeah, like a kind of neon Bucky's icon with the little beaver himself and like a NASCAR racing stripe. It's cute. And though. it's on the side too. I know. I've never been so pleased with a purchase in so long. Um, they also sell Texas barbecue there because it's like based out of Texas originally. So what the, kind of barbecue? Texas barbecue. What's that? It's just like I think the sauces. You know how there's like Carolina barbecue. Mm-hmm. I'm sure barbecue, and then there's Texas barbecue and like Kansas City. It's all about the sauces. Gotcha. So it's just like the marinades that they use. Gotcha. And they had, and I feel like Texas is also way more into brisket than like we are in the southeast. That's just my perception. I feel like we're more of a pulled pork kind of corner of the world. Oh, no pork on my fork. Well, so. okay. I'm talking That's about a personal region. choice. Yes. The, yeah, the, the, the general region. public. I'm yeah. talking about the region of the Southeast, not the home of India. Unfortunately. And I feel like brisket is a big deal in Texas. And then like Californians try to get in the mix and they talk about tri-tip a lot, which is really just like shredded beef. I'm like, you know what? Mm-hmm. I will make exceptions for sometimes with my red meat, like, because I, you know, I don't eat pork, but sometimes I'll make exceptions for like beef um, or like, uh, what's that? Bison and stuff like that. Like, rarely, but I will. A Korean short rib. Ooh, yeah. There's this place here that has these Korean short rib nachos and they're made with wontons. Ooh. Like, they're Asian, like, um, nachos. And so they're made with like fried wontons instead of tortilla chips. Mm-hmm. So good. I accept all animals inside my body. So (laughs) I just reduce the intake sometimes. (laughs) Equal opportunity meat eater. Although lately I get more and more upset when I'm preparing meat myself. And I'm like, am I going to become an at-home vegetarian? Like what a transition for me. Yeah. 
I don't really like preparing like wings. I'm not really a fan of preparing wings by myself because like the blood coming out of the <gasps> wing when you fry it, it's disgusting. Oh, I haven't done that before. Yeah. Like I just haven't made wings before myself. I always think about it, but then I never actually buy them. Yeah, I don't know if I recommend. I probably won't. I was gonna say like wings seem like the easiest because it's kind of like there's so many of them. You yeah. Desensitize. This chair's a little wobbly. I don't know what's going on. Please don't fall. We don't have time for injuries. There's no workers pump for injuries. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it was, we should. it was what? a time to be alive. Um, I'm glad you had a great weekend. I, sorry, one last thing. I'm also making a new year's resolution as of now that uh, I'm not, I'm not attending many events. No one okay. take it personally. I'm sure you aren't. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Next year comes up, and it's. I, I need stacked. to make it to my. I need to make it to my Jesus year intact, and so. Oh yeah, the the is your Jesus year. Sure is. Is that also Pippin year for the secular folks? <laughs> Not <laughs> for the secular folks. <laughs> what? You know, that- a lot of people don't ride with young Jeezy, so I gotta not gotta young Jeezy. Represent them too, I guess. I mean, they can't acknowledge its existence. It's none of my business. Yo, Pippin year. Yeah, he, yeah, the, it is your Pippin year. It sure is. Oh, Scotty Pippin, a Libra, a September Libra. Let's go. Oh Got wow, look at that. Thirty-three angel number. Look at that. Well, I'm sure that <laughs> I'm sure everyone's had enough, including you, of this update. Um, I just had to get that all out, you know. No, I'm. I haven't <laughs> had enough. <laughs> <laughs> well my weekend was not nearly as um as eventful eventful or thriving so i have no update about it um but we can get into the bravo poppy of the week bravo poppy oh you first because i forgot about our new vibe oh uh, so Latina on this end <laughs> you first you first um so my poppy is probably very controversial. Um, oh shit, I'm scared. It is Teresa's wedding hair. No, I'm imitating a BB Rexa video. And it's it's not because it was good. Like it was very 80s, but it's because of the dedication that her and whoever put all those 1500 bobby pins in her hair had and the fact that it was $7,500 like the weave was like $5,000 yeah I was like I was like just part of it was because altogether it was 10 grand oh 10 grand the weave was 7,500 that's what it was yeah which is insane the labor was the other (laughs) (laughs) 2,500 the dedication $7,500 of weave in that bitch's head set in 1500 bobby pins is that what they said it was yeah 1500 bobby pins and it took two hours to take out so i had hair i would have slept so i've had a lot of bobby pins in my head no weave but it was like remember my prom i told you i had like the taylor swift like it's a love story hair i don't know what i was doing or thinking um but they i had a lot of bobby pins in my hair that night and i was like this is the worst so i can't imagine trying to take that mess out yeah i mean i thought i had a lot of bobby pins at this wedding a couple weeks ago Ugh. Surely wasn't fifteen. They hurt my head. Yeah, um, they have to dig them in real bad. That's like, I was listening to a different podcast that like mentioned, not a Bravo one, but like they mentioned her hair, and they were talking about how, um, like, 
the thing about when you like again these are like celebrities talking so it's not like we're doing quote glam every day but how like um you always look better like when you're it's your everyday look or like a casual weekend look than on the day that you're like all dolled up because you're just so exhausted and so tired and so in pain from like all the and you're stressed right that you never look as good as like when you're just like it's a Saturday night and we're just like gonna go to bar yeah I mean and on top of the normal stress it's like your brother Melissa Dina not coming to the wedding is intense um I don't think she cares you know what I mean like I think to her if somebody it like so her perception because even though I don't watch Jersey regularly, I read the news. And by the news, I mean this kind of stuff. I yeah. didn't even read about Mar- I didn't even read about Mar-a-Lago earlier this week. Somebody was Me talking either. about like Whoa. Mar-a-Lago inflation. It's like I knew inflation, but well, yeah, those are two separate entities. Yeah. I just didn't know that there was a raid this week because I'm a moron. Um, but like the thing about Teresa is like she quote perceives herself as loyal. Mm-hmm. I don't know where she came up with that, but she has decided that she's a loyal person. But equally, if like she thinks that somebody's against her, she's just like never gonna agree. And then if she's over it, like she doesn't want to fuck with you anymore, she'll also just like drop you like a hard boiled egg. Yeah. Like she just doesn't care. Um, so like I think she just like detaches from people and just like pretends that they didn't even exist in her life. So like I feel like Gina, it doesn't matter. Yeah, no, like I think she's like like her brain is just so like yes man influenced. That, like, now she's got her husband. Her daughters are always, like, you know, saying yes to her because she gives them the money. So, like, her friends, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think, like, despite all the stuff with Dina, I think now if Dina's out, she's like, well, bye. And we know she don't give a fuck about Joe and Melissa because she didn't give a fuck about them until they started taking over her TV show. Yeah. And then that was nine years of lies. So I don't think she was stressed at the event because of any of them. But she was probably stressed about like, oh my God, like, are people going to like me? Am I going to be popular? Blah, blah. The weirdest person that attended that event was Chanel Ion. Yeah. Who gave her that ticket? That was very random. And I heard Ashley Darby didn't get invited until Wednesday. Ooh, she did a second tier invite. I'm like, ew. I'm sorry, I don't want to go. I don't want to go. Blabbermouth. But Ashley's a thirsty, so that's not shocking at all. Chanel and Ashley are thirsty. So, and actually most of the people who attended, because Dorinda, whoo. I'm yeah. glad that Cynthia and Kenya seem to be happy together. At the- I know, that was great. Um, I guess Cynthia finally figured out that she was being a dumbass. Everything else about the wedding was like, all right, cool. Um yeah, it was just like a typical Bravo event, you know what I mean? Where it's just like, it's all production. It's more for the guests than it is for the couple, you know what I mean? And everyone's like literally just making content. Pretty much. Which they're not actually there to celebrate. And it was, it's a four, a four episode like special. special, so. We'll see it all, guys. It's definitely going to like segue because apparently like the big blowout happened, the finale. And so clearly like there's going to be some drama in the special because yeah. it's overlapping. Um, okay. Which will be interesting. Who's your pooper, Teeny? My poopy is Kathy thinking Lizzo was precious. <laughs> A hot mess. <laughs> Can 
can she be my poppy for the same reason? <laughs> <laughs> and then she tried to say, I, well, I call her precious. That's the name I call her. And it's like, no, Kathy, like you're trying to cover this up. And it's not working. My friend Travis literally. But mind you, she hardly knew who anybody was that, that he asked her like, so who's this? Who's this? And she's like, I don't know who that is. Like she knew who Ryan Reynolds was. Um, she didn't know a lot of people, so. <laughs> um, my friend Travis texted me today and was like, she said capital P, precious, not an adjective. Yes. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh my goodness. And what the thing I- is, that's not even the girl's, like, that's not her name in real life. Gabri- um, Gabby, oh, what's her name? Gab- uh, oh, Gab- Gabri Sidibe. Yeah, Sidibe. That's not even her real name, so. <laughs> You know, there's something to be said about systemic racism in our society. And I'm just like, Kathy, when are you ever watching Precious? I can't see it. But like, I didn't, I've never watched Precious, but I but would you know, know yeah. Yeah. That, it's a very... Because uh, remember, she hangs in the Hollywood circle. So she probably hears like, here's the stuff that is like, um, you know, what's current, like for the Oscars and stuff, because that's right. kind of like all of that going on. Yeah, I probably wouldn't watch it. Okay. Yeah. I have one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, and especially nowadays, I don't watch high-stakes things. Like, the fact that people, mainly white women, keep referencing The Handmaid's Tale recently because of Roe v. Wade. And, like, a lot more people have been suffering. And that and... Show, like, shout out to Tonda. I mean, that and... It's not even that that bothers me. It's the fact that the show in general is like way too real for me. Like I read the book yeah. when I was like 10 and I've never been the same. Like what? I've never looked at life the Why same. Why were you 10? I don't know. I think we like read it in school. It was from... All right. Well, I'm glad I didn't go to school here till middle school. Damn. Yeah, it was tragic. They got you doing that in the fifth grade. I was traumatized. Really? I don't know. Maybe I was like in the sixth grade. I don't know. But I was a young, a young child who shouldn't have not been reading that. Like that's not a children's That's book. not. It's not... I was reading Brave New World. I was watching all that. I mean, Brave New World's kind of fucked up too. <laughs> exactly. Well, I'm just saying at least it's not like with my body. Okay. My poppy of the week is Dr. Jackie from Married to Medicine. Okay. Because she did a couple things this week that I was like, I'm not mad at you anymore. Because sometimes, you know, we're hard on Dr. Jackie because she has that snoozy voice. And she's always like trying to stay away from it and take the high road. And she doesn't drink, you know, a little boring. But there's two reasons why. One, I love how she properly conducted an ambush of Simone with Heavenly for lunch to plan the Vegas trip. And is trying to push them as a trio of friends, which I find hilarious. Um, And secondly, is actually about her not drinking and just like standing firm in that because Mm -hmm. it's just like, this isn't like they're all in. First of all, this wouldn't be fun at any age if somebody actively just has a reason not to drink. Right. But especially if they're grown ass women in their 40s and 50s, and someone's like, you need to be drinking. And you know, I'm a Toya stan, but I was just like, let her be. Like, her drinking is not going to, should not impact like your experience. Like, right. she's playing the game. She can drink water if she's done some, you know, they're playing Never Have I Ever, and she's like, I'm not drinking. And it's like, let her drink some water. Like, let her be grown as fuck because we all have our reasons for our choices. That. And that's called, as Jackie said, she said, oh no, she said it in Watch What Happens Live, that she's 
secure in her choices. And I respect <sighs> Yeah, I love that um, for her. And then my poopy is Lisa Rinna. Why? <laughs> I mean, I know why, but why? I mean, I sent like seven texts in all caps to my same friend because I was just so over it. I am not going to comment on how people, like, I'm not going to comment on like sincerity of grief, things like that. But you cannot use the grief as the reason every time you're acting out like an asshole. If you recognize that that's a problem, you should think before you talk, you should count to 10. You should, you know, just sit out one fucking event for your, of your fucking life. I can't like, say. Um, I just, I think it's ridiculous. And also, I don't know what I buy about her or not. Because it's like Sutton said last week, the soap actress never leaves her body. Because the whole crying scene at the end about her being in pain, she had a crazy voice for that. And then when she stopped crying, she had a completely third voice I had never heard from her in seven or eight years. And I was like, is that your real voice? Yeah. Like, just so many. It was just so fragmented and I've lived with my mother when she lost both of her parents back to back and she did have her moments but it it wasn't being used as an excuse and like also wasn't being like the way that Rina is acting to that level so again like everyone quote deals with their grief differently but an asshole is an asshole is an asshole and then you're going to invoke your past parent into it. I'm just like really sick of it. And it's also just an accumulation of her too. Like, why does she have to walk into every house? Like yelling at the person she likes the least trying to be fake nice. Hello, Sutton. Hello, Garcelle. Like across the table. Shut the fuck up. You don't like them. Stop like overemphasizing it to make it more obvious. Yeah. To I... everybody else, she's like, hello. And then to the people she doesn't like, she has to like overemphatic. So I'm over whatever script she's trying to tell sell us to the nth degree i'm sick of her yeah you know i can't really make it out how i feel about it because on one hand i do agree that your person like what you're going through isn't an excuse to continue to lash out but i think for some people it takes them a second to even like realize that's what's happening you know so i tried so in this specific moment this is the only time that i actually gave her grace in every other scenario, I was like, okay, she's doing a lot. But for her to break down the way that she did, I felt bad for her because I'm like, she's realizing like it has nothing to do with anybody. I'm lashing out because I miss my fucking mom. Like, and I, I did feel bad for her in this, in this, it, th this one time I felt bad for her. That's great. This one time. <laughs> That's great. I'm a true Libra. So That's great. I'm so happy that you uh, feel that way. <laughs> I love everybody's beliefs. <laughs> Hilarious. We, we are all in this world together on we're earth. We're all in this together. I didn't say that. I just said we're all on this earth. Once we know that we are, we're all stars and we see that we're all. Okay, eyes. Okay, eyes. Okay, mouth. Me <laughs> out. Your organs are bulging. I used to know the entire dance. <laughs> I don't think I knew the dance like that. I was always really into... Um, that opening song this is the start of something new yeah the winter jam if you will from the new year's eve party and i was also a bigger high school i love a sequel i'm a bigger high school musical two fan than a one really 
Love the Summer Club. Love Fabulous. I want fabulous. That I do is like that song. Simple request. And what's the other one? You you are the music in me. What a jam. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, Rena, so glad that India understands her. You know, there the, we are. the psych the psych part of me is like, oh, I feel bad. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, <laughs> let's talk about our shows this week. We have Married to Medicine and Dubai. Keeping it short and sweet. Yes. Something good to eat. Um, let's see. All right. So with Married to Medicine, we open back at the axe throwing. Um, basically, Kieran and Eugene can't get to like a resolution about the argument of like Kieran and Anila coming in as the movers for the Harris family. Mm-hmm. And Kieran gives that shitty apology where it's like, I'm sorry, I upset you. And when Eugene was looking for like, I'm sorry, I did that. Yeah. And I think that that's yeah. really shitty of him. Yeah. And it was just so weird. I love how he said, I'll be the dullest motherfucker here. And Eugene was like, call me motherfucker one more time. And he's like, no, I'm calling myself. <laughs> yeah. That was, I was so much... weak though. But I definitely I saw. Love like... angry Eugene. <laughs> Is that me? Right. And I was weak. A, I was weak at two things. I was, well, I was weak at the fact that someone was like, this is, I mean, Eugene's voice is getting pretty high. It is kind of like. <laughs> so rude. Scott with the internalized misogyny. It had to be him. And I He's also like, could see. You've got a few actors. It sounds like the women. I always thought Kieran was like the more calm and balanced to like him and Anila. And now I see why they're a match. <laughs> they're such a raggedy equal match. Just. I wonder if he was calmer and like the fame got to him or was he always, but I feel like it, you have to have always been that way. Yeah. Like, that just doesn't pop out of nowhere. He's no, not. He's always been that way. Um, And then they did one of those quick little, like we're doing like a clip from everyone. And we saw my fave Mason for a second with quad, but my favorite <laughs> moment that they captured in that random assortment was Toya telling her sons someday you're going to want to date someone like me. <laughs> like Toya is out of her mind I also looked up Toya for something and she has the same birthday as my cousin who also has two sons and I know she would say something like that too <laughs> and I was just like mm, April 14th a day of trouble just tragic tragic and then um we have Jackie's ambush as I mentioned earlier so Jackie lures Simone into lunch with her in heavenly Simone processing heavenly's pre- I I'm not here to promote hate but I love how much Simone hates Heavenly. <laughs> like she just looks at her and like takes her in and is always like mildly just dis- like has this disdain in her eyes whenever like, she Like we're just getting Heavenly used from- to a duo. Why when did this become a trio? Just she like- said, I don't need a trio. And then um, I don't know what I just I feel I like I don't remember the lines, but like I'm also watching old Married to Medicine, so I don't know if it's from the old seasons or this mm-hmm. season. But just like when she's just looking at her, she's like, I just can't. Like, she doesn't seem that smart. Like, <laughs> she just says all this stuff about Heavenly all the time, and it sends me. Um, but I like that Heavenly, like, A, says she went on an apology tour, which is whatever, but her admitting that she went too far. Because, of course, you can go on an apology tour and not mean it. Like, you can give the Kieran apology tour, but, like, you know, Kieran, like, apology tour where or you're like not really Luan sorry. Every other season but she was before. like, yeah. But she's like, you know, I admit I went too far. And I'm like, okay, there we go. There we go. There's some accountability. Finally. Well, we'll see if the 
I never care about words as much as I care about actions. Yeah. So you can say sorry till the day is long, but let me see some changed actions. Yeah, we'll see. YouTube videos. We will see. Ah. And then I don't want to sit on it long because I hate their scenes. Anila goes to Karen's work with a liter and a half of bourbon as a shtick. Snooze a lose. And then, of course, with, you know, the prestigious dominoes for the children. I'm really glad they're getting their vegetables in. (laughs) Like no interest in them let's move on um we have contessa preparing for her body building competition that and- trainer and his outfit you already know how i feel he looks like a little action figure <laughs> he looked a crazy he looks and insane he's insane and then um he was giving her her meal plan list and when she said that she's addicted to sweets i was like with that body the genetics i'm livid I'm addicted to sweets and I look a very different shape. I'm beautiful too, but I don't look like Contessa. <laughs> kind of the inverse. Ruby, you are plenty beautiful. Okay. Plenty I know, I, beautiful. No, I just self-affirmed. I said, I'm beautiful. I'm just a whole different shape. I self-affirmed. I just. <laughs> I'm just saying I am not that shape and I, I just enjoy that shape more. Oh. <laughs> but I like what she said. And I like, I mean, again, like, Contessa also has like the MPH behind her. So like, I feel like she has a better well-rounded thought process where she was like, I'm going to eat however I eat and I'm just not going to make a big deal about it. Like not draw attention to it, which I really like. Cause I think most people should like, that is one of my biggest pet peeves. And it's probably like personally triggering because of my yeah. health. Like when people have comments about what you're eating, like whether or not it's healthy or unhealthy, or like if you order, let's say like a salad or a salmon or something and someone's like oh my god you're being so good i'm getting like a burger and fries it's like cool like you yeah. don't need to like i hate when people put a charge to meals like again food like con- consuming food should just be a neutral like if you want nachos today amen get your nachos if you want you know baked cd eat that too girl or like whatever it is but like one one food is not bad and one food is not good like food is just food and people have their reasons for the choices that they're making so you know one way or the other it's like it shouldn't be yeah i just know that training diet for body competitions is insane like so when he was saying that i was triggered because i was self-training for like a competition and i was eating like eggs every day broccoli baked chicken i can't even like i still to this day do not really like sriracha because the the amount of sriracha that i used during that time is triggering yeah i mean that it like reminds me of the tamara judge diet like i feel like once she did her body competition she just like eats like that now to stay skinny and people make fun of her all the time because they're like, no, I don't want like unseasoned chicken with broccoli for dinner. And you can like, but she'll actually ask that for that at restaurants. Yeah. And seasoning chicken is like, doesn't add that many calories. Like, bro, just season the chicken. At least. Yeah. I think it's like a sodium thing for bloat. Yeah. But, but then just don't do the salt. Fucking- you can do garlic and yeah. onion powder and paprika. I just throw a dog bone there and I don't Pepper? give a fuck. <laughs> and I surely don't give a fuck. I don't know. Sodium's tricky. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she's going to do her thing. We know she's probably going to eat what she, Like, she's not doing this because she has to. She's doing this to set a goal for herself. So she's not mm-hmm. going like, to throw herself over it. Um, also, her daughter Layla is a mini Scott, which is terrifying to see Scott's face on a little girl. 
Layla's beautiful. But like when I associate her with Scott, I go, oh no. When she <laughs> so. walks in the room and she's just like, and like Layla's her bodyguard, like, oh, you're touch every time you come, you're touching me. And Layla walks in and Layla's looking at him like, I do not like you. You threw away my Halloween candy. <laughs> oh damn. She was big mad about that. I will say though, Layla's cute, but she's no match for baby Alora. Like the way baby Alora has been giving me life on that vintage marriage medicine. And she, she can not with, she with her own mom's yeah. misogyny. She just like, like, Evelyn was like, you know, you have to submit to your husband when you get married. And Alora's like, bitch, what? <laughs> like her eyes are just like, I'm done with this conversation all the time. And then I love how like Heavenly just had no idea whatever was going on in Laura's room. She's like, why'd you get all these stickers on the wall? (laughs) It's just the simple things in life. (laughs) That's all I (laughs) Like those are the kind of things I like in Bravo shows when it's like stupid shit that's funny, not like the staged fights and stuff. Yeah. But yeah, Um, definitely old Alora is hilarious. Very much like reminiscent of, or less aggressive, like more shady then um i always forget Teresa's daughter's name oh melania or Gia? yeah uh, melania like she's way less aggressive than melania oh yeah Melania's like and i think melania. layla is like a mixture of melania and Alora. like shady but also aggressive <laughs> you know who's another favorite kid of mine but they're not problematic at all not problematic but, like they're not sassy or anything i love emily's daughter annabelle mm-hmm. like she's, she's so, so beautiful and so sweet and she's always just like, I was watching the old seasons and it, she was little, like she was like five yeah. or six. And she's like, I pet the bunnies and the chickens and I kiss this animal and blah, blah. And she's just like so eloquent. And I'm like, okay, lawyer, baby. Like, right. come on now. And she's so pretty. I'm like, oh my gosh, this little beauty. Yeah, she looks like a little doll. Yeah, she really does. And then, and then Mason, I love me some Mason. Uh, we need more of him when they get back from Vegas <laughs> with his little Southern accent. <laughs> um okay so we have heavenly meeting with like the new i think she's gonna be a full-time cast member is she audra i thought she was like maybe a friend of this season we'll see she's new (laughs) but um they like meet up to get ready for vegas and i wrote i don't know audra but she don't need to drop it like that when she gets to somebody's house (laughs) like when heavenly answered the door and she just dropped her ass to the ground yeah i'm and that's just me. Like, I'm never that excited about any. Like, I'm excited, but I'm never so excited. I'm dropping it to the ground and bringing it back up when I yeah, just. Yeah, definitely not. I'm saving <laughs> that for, like, the final quarter when I don't really need to use my legs much longer. <laughs> not at the beginning of the hang. Never. Because then what else is left? Um, I, I truly, I don't feel bad for Heavenly at all. Like, she's all sad about everything. I'm like, girl, you've said some crazy shit. Crazy shit. And you also, like, to reason. profit off them. I don't know that she's, like, making money off of her YouTube, but, like, she's getting attention and probably further along business. You know right. what I mean? You're profiting off of, like, saying horrible things about these people. Right. Some that may not even be true. Like, the, um, we don't know about the Scott and Contessa, whether it's violent or not. Yeah, just too much. Um, so <laughs> I don't feel bad at all. And then uh, everyone's getting ready for the trip. Simone is insane when she said, I got, a full, I got a full cat suit and a full butt pad. I was like, Simone, go. <laughs> her husband's like, uh, so you pop- probably shouldn't mention the butt pad part. Like, that's not cool. 
Cecil has known her since they were like what 20 he's just like enough he's like (laughs) he's like you're so weird (laughs) I can't and then um they're like packing and I do have to say my favorite thing about going to Vegas is the outfits like that's where you to dress the most fun like you can't dress the way you dress there almost anywhere else yeah but people look at you sideways yeah I'll say the only other place maybe like Miami that you can dress like crazy maybe, and maybe atlanta like at a club or something no 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 well, i don't know i've never been <laughs> i don't know i imagine atlanta would be quite cosmopolitan and sexy <laughs> but i could be wrong i mean it's sexy but it's not like i feel like in miami and vegas you can like be freer like you can wear a wig like a pink wig in in vegas and no one's gonna like oh yeah i wasn't trying to say you could do that in, i wasn't trying to wear the contessa storm wig in it okay. like <laughs> no i just want like you know the sparkly bras with your jackets or like a fun jumpsuit or like just anything like a little sexier yeah maybe yeah maybe and then <laughs> then they're all getting ready in the airport um I said, why well, we got to invite Miss Carrie? Like everywhere. <laughs> still showing up here. And whenever I say Miss Carrie in my head, I get Miss Carrie, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Is that pretty girl rock? It's something. I forget what. I think she said it a lot of in a lot of songs. So that was no just idea. her intro. Yeah. And then they're they're on their plane. This is how you know Anila when they film Audra was filming something and she goes, first class i was like that's how we know you pay basic economy when it's your money like shut up i hate tacky people speaking of economy poor north having to ride the tacky commercial plane (laughs) i saw your comment north you're an icon (laughs) (laughs) now it's my turn to respond the comments (laughs) oh my god it was so funny like so we're talking about this instagram account called at nori's black book if you don't follow it you're not my friend because I send it to everybody. It's I'm like, hilarious. Oh, account. Um, she's just like a parody account pretending she's Northwest. And so she just talks mad shit about all the Kardashians. And they've met the girl who makes it because I think she was like in one of their last seasons. Yeah. She, like, I don't watch it, but like she herself, the account holder, posted a clip of herself meeting them on the yeah. show. Yeah. I think it was um, on the, like their last season on E! Network. Gotcha. I didn't see it, but you know, whatever. But yeah, North north quote end quote north posted about her traumatic experience flying commercial <laughs> and it was it was a time uh we don't get any money from it but you can go to at nori's black book if you want to laugh yeah it's, just it's really like funny. the funniest account in general it really is hilarious i have a great I like time how, i love how she clowns courtney because courtney's my least fave so <laughs> bring her down <laughs> Bring her down. This is not a podcast that empowers women. <laughs> Clearly, that's the theme. <laughs> Speak for yourself, <laughs> Miss Bethany over there. Um, this is a Bethany Frankel imposter account. <laughs> this is Chubby Girl. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Anywho, anywho, I got off. I got off the focus. I got off the focus. So they get to Vegas. I was gonna say. Simone says she only has positive memories of Vegas because those are all she can remember. Do you have any negative memories from Vegas? Yes. Any like, that you I won't say on here? camera. Yeah, I was like, I'm not saying them on here. But, but I got them. But just know I have. Oh, well, I'll say one. Like, I got really, 
drunk like i don't know who told me it was okay but i drank dark and light and uh-uh. the next day we were going atving and i didn't back out i was like all right i already paid for it like whatever i'll go and i literally was like throwing up on the way there like mind you a van with people like mm-hmm. but i'm a quiet puker so it wasn't like Ugh! it was just like like very quiet but still gross and then like we were riding the atvs and probably every like couple of minutes i would like pull over in the desert to like puke like oh god it was really miserable i was miserable that day i will just say from what i can say is i've had three friendships end in vegas on different trips so you know if you're on shaky ground don't go to vegas only that's both romantic and platonic relationships just uh (laughs) Go there if you're stable or single. How about that? Yeah. Because it really brings out the raggedy in all of us. I always tell people, like, people think it's, they're like, oh, you must be crazy, like, because you go to Vegas all the time. I'm like, no, I go to Vegas because my 10 is a four there. Like, you can see a lot crazier people there. And also, I'm more of, like, the restaurants, the spa, like, the shopping versus, like, in the club, we all fam, you know? Yeah. No, for sure. I mean, I um, love to dance, but I just hate like crowded clubs or like, oh, I got to hit on this person or talk to whomever to get this thing. You know, the transactions are exhausting. I can, oh, I can that's start why I go to Vegas. Vegas and Miami, that's why I go. Actually, probably a lot of places. <laughs> yeah, you have the energy for the transactions. I would rather just handle things myself. Or my friend will have the transaction and I just, I'm like, okay, great. You, you handle that. Like, it's like uh, volunteers tribute. Or whoever gets picked first. Nice. Very nice. Again, this is this is a pro women podcast. <laughs> Empowerment everywhere. Um also I gotta say, like, they don't why did Contessa wear a full sequin catsuit on the flight to Vegas from Atlanta? That's a long flight, first of all. And she was in an entire one piece sequin jumpsuit. Yeah, it's like a seven hour flight. When you're on the plane, you don't need to be dressed for the event. They give you time to go change in the hotel. Yeah. I was just like, girl, why? Probably like walking through the airport being cute. I'm not that type of girl. Give me some leggings. Give me some sweatpants. Give me a hoodie. But that's not even cute. That, she looks insane. Yeah. Like, she looks strange. She's in a club gear. It's I like, even like she had locked her suitcase and that's all she had left. Yeah. Yeah. No, you gotta I feel like Jackie that. was in one too, though. She, Jackie was wearing a dress. Um, she was wearing like a slip dress, like it was, really oh, okay. cute, but she like dressed it down with the jacket and she had yeah. flats on, you know, like she was just like comfy, but cute. And I think that's the key. You don't want to look like super sluggish and like mess, but you want to look polished, but not like the event that you're going to, like you're yeah. on the plane. You don't need, like, you're not performing a show in first class for a meal. No, for sure. And then they go to Resorts World, which is like the chain that like is being promoted all the time because it's a new hotel and blah, blah, blah. So like it's on literally 50 shows. If anyone's going to Vegas, it's going there. Um, and then Heavenly tried to pull a Ramona singer with the rooms and she needs to leave that to Ramona because the way she did it was super annoying. And I didn't have time for that. No time at all. And then I was like, this presidential suite stuff, I don't think had ever met a group like this before because these bitches were running and screaming everywhere. <laughs> and they're like literally just trying to sh- serve them champagne and oysters. 
like literally one of them was the one of the staff members was walking and heavily and Simone literally almost pushed her into like a couch right running past them I was like y'all we got to do better for the representation like heavily is just I know like, they were wasted already no I'm coming in this like I'm sharing a room with you I'm like I would first of all the the presidential suite was nice but not nice enough to be doing all that it, yeah, they're still sleeping in a queen bed at the end of the day. Yeah. Like in an average queen bed. And, and in a normal room. Like, yeah. the only thing that was nice about the presidential suite was the actual, like, living room area. Yeah, which gets destroyed on group trips anyway. Yeah. So why would you want that? Yeah. I always like having my own room, just, like, separate. Mm-hmm. Not the place be, where everyone's going to gather. I don't need to be in the nucleus, yeah. yeah. Like, let me be in the cytoplasm. I'm okay in the cytoplasm. <laughs> like, put me, like, a little you know, um, organism cell inside the cytoplasm. Okay. Uh, uh, an organelle, excuse. Oh, come on, high school biology. I know. I'm like, okay, I don't remember what any of this is minus the nucleus. Um, but I'm just- And okay mitochondria. With, I'm okay just be, no, I don't want to be the mitochondria either because that means you got to care the whole time. You got to be the powerhouse. I like kind of faked being the powerhouse last weekend, but I think a couple of people could see the tired in my eyes and were like, <laughs> I'll, take, I'll take a shift. And I was like, thank you. <laughs> I will say the whole group was very equal and contributing last weekend. So that was the good part. Um, but yeah, I'm okay being the organelle in the cytoplasm. Like as long as my room is clean, private has what I need. I don't care where I stay. Yeah. Same. I could not care less. And then let's see. Oh, and then they, <laughs> I was more concerned about the food. I was like, I would want the oysters, the champagne, like all of that prep. The spread was beautiful. Um, and then they get into playing Never Have I Ever. Mind you, they're already wasted because we got like a montage of like them drinking in the lounge, them mm-hmm. drinking on their little carts to the boarding, them drinking on the plane. They were trying to drink in the bus and Jack said, water would do us all good. <laughs> and I was like, you're not lying, Dr. Jackie. You're not lying. Because that game of Never Have I Ever was chaos. Also, chaos. did you notice during that game that half of the time, the person who said the never have ever was drinking? Thing. Yeah, they did the thing. Like Anila? I was like... Anila like, like, did it almost every single time yeah. she said... I was like, you stupid fuck. Like, do y'all not know how to play the exact game you just explained to other people how to play? Right. So let's and go then, through this never have I ever, though. Oh, did you write the list? Yeah. Oh, Lord. You love so, it. Go ahead. Come on, never have I ever beat my kid's ass. And Contessa said, I lit that ass up. <laughs> her and Simone raised her hands. I was like, oh my goodness, this is... Well, yeah, Simone said it, and then she raised her hand. Yeah. I was an idiot. And then mm-hmm. Never Have I Ever had a threesome, and they were like, everyone said that Contessa was lying. Um... <laughs> <laughs> the way that they were like, Contessa is a secret freak, uh, and then they showed all the flashbacks to all the weird shit she said. One I time like, I accidentally went to a swingers club. You, There's no way you accidentally no, go no. to a swingers club. The thing club. is, is that first she said... Have y'all ever been to swingers club? And then when she didn't have anyone to go in common with her and say like, oh yeah, I've been. She goes, I walked into one by accident. So she wanted to tell her story about the swingers right. club and make it seem like that's not her thing because nobody else said that it was their thing. Just like, girl. Oh, contest. Oh, own it. Own it. Um, never have I ever done 69. And pretty much everyone did but Jackie. <laughs> Who said? <laughs> well, I mean, he's so tall. It'd be like 67. 
like couldn't uh-huh. reach it yeah, yeah. that, that would be impossible yeah that wouldn't be okay i don't even want to visualize it but let's keep going um yep. never have i ever had bad credit and of course probably everyone in that room has had bad credit at some point at some point in time but only contessa admitted to it and said her car got repossessed or contessa like she just puts it all out there the recipe line all the time right um never have i ever cheated on my boyfriend everyone had but jackie <laughs> that's messy yeah Never like, have ever. People, mm. Like, how old were we when we were cheating on our on, on these boyfriends? Like, what were your ages? Like, also, I just still don't get. Again, why people do like if you if you don't want to be with your person, just say goodbye. Okay, I agree. Um, never have I ever sent a vagina pic, and then Jackie's like, I get them so much, and then sometimes it's awkward when they show me the dick pic, and I'm like, of their husband, I'm like, that is. That's horrifying because then the husband comes in for those prenatal appointments and you're like, oh my god, I've seen your senior penis. penis. And then Contessa's like, I get them all. Vagina pics. No, no, no. Contessa said women and men solicit me. Contessa needs to shut the fuck up. She is telling them too much. (laughs) Ammunition. Yeah, that was hilarious. Dr. Heavenly could do a whole YouTube episode just on Contessa's Never Have I Ever answers. Pretty much. (laughs) I was sent when she said that. And it's like, it's true. Like, I don't even think Contessa's just, like, Contessa is like Vicky on OC. Like, they're just freaks and they just keep pretending that they're not when they're on camera. Yeah. And that's okay. Let the freak flag fly. But just yeah. Let it be, yo. I think that was like all of it, all of the episode, though, minus like, yeah, that was all the episode. Well, I was weak. Um, when, like, again, Toya came for Jackie about not drinking and Simone in oh her confessional said, this is not the OJ trial. <laughs> and she was like, Audra is not Johnny Cochran and Jackie is not trying on the glove. Well, I know I'm in the middle of watching that. So that was like, whew, like I'm in the middle of watching the documentary that won the Academy Award on ESPN. What? Um, it's so good. It's like a four part special. And it just talks about like the intersection of like the intersect intersectionality of like what was happening in the 80s as far as like, Black Lives Matter, like, you know, the um, Rodney King stuff, like just like the treatment of black people in LA and how far removed OJ was from like being black. Like he didn't want to be like looped in that. He always said like, I'm OJ. Like he never wanted to identify with a race. Um, Mind and all that. And sorry, someone's at my door and I don't know who it is, (laughs) but I just answered. Oh no. (laughs) Terrifying. Um, I'm going to guess it's the usual suspect, but yeah. So just the intersectionality of that, but it's so good. Like it's so good, Ruby. Like if I could have you watch it, I mean, it's really long. It's like four or five parts and each part's like an hour and a half. Um, but it's so good. Okay. I don't know who, I mean, I think I know who it is, but okay. Hold on right quick. I'm going to keep, I'm going to keep it on. Cause I don't know what the fuck is going on. Great. Can't wait to be Sorry, I'm still recording, but look what, look what um, John brought. Aww. Myself in the face. Huh? Oh, okay. I'll, I'll read the card. Okay. Oh. Thanks, Johnny June. Oh, these are nice. Oh, so pretty. You have flowers and some wine. Wow. Then, he, know, he knows what the lady likes. I know. 
birthday in my purse. Oh, that's so nice. I wasn't expecting this. Like, I knew he knew our one year was coming up, but I didn't expect, like, anything. Wait, is your one year the same as our one year? No, like, our one year of our, po our, our podcast. Like, he brought this for that. Oh! Um, does he know my address? Can he know something? <laughs> like, John, so uh, we got Jonathan. some room for wine. Um, but he just said, it just says, it's truly amazing. It's really, it's one of those Dr. Seuss cards. Congrats, it's truly amazing. It's really stupendous, fantastic, bombastic, and downright tremendous. Astounding, resounding, in case you don't know. You did it, you did it, you did it, bravo. But I think he did the bravo part because he knows that we cover bravo. Aww. And he just said, congrats on... Pop of color, one year anniversary. You've always been there for my accomplishments. Just wanted to be, just wanted to do something for yours. Aww. Okay, that's really sweet. Que dulce. Gracias, John. But it's funny because I was like looking and I'm oh, like, what? why haven't I? Like he hadn't texted me back in hours and I'm like, what is going on? Like I was about to have an attitude. And then I get Ooh. a random. <laughs> Bitches always have an attitude and then they get the shit that they were expecting all along. Mm. I wasn't expecting anything, so. That's very nice. Okay. Anyway, Aww. I guess we should call him. I say thank you. Yes, because this is a major accomplishment. You know, it's very hard people to be consistent for a year. Like a lot of people give up. It's you know, it's and mind you, this is like my third entrepreneur thing that I like I've done this year. Like so, sticking it through and having discipline for every fucking thing is like and moving beyond fear and like just trusting in it is crazy so i'm very proud of us like we, we made it a year i'm excited to yeah. see what your two holes we're leveling up people and we have some exciting things coming inshallah and <laughs> all right appropriation <laughs> stop taking their stuff and i guess on that note ruby should we take a break and then come back for yes. dubai dubai right. we back and i have a technical comment to make um, yeah. we don't talk about Beverly Hills on here because like there have to be some shows we can just watch to watch, mm -hmm. but you know how like Dorit had her party and Dwight came by and they were like insinuating he was Lisa Vanderpump's friend. Yeah. He was actually Taylor's friend first. I'm going to really roll the vintage back because if there's oh. anything that I've ever done before you guys is watch seasons one through three of New York and Beverly Hills more time than I've seen my family members. Um, <laughs> he was first he was advertised as taylor's stepbrother or something in the first season and then can we taylor's friend do you know what episode this was can we like roll this back like can we post this like a side by side of like or the three the trio uh, i'll try i want to say that i want to say that if you go to the birthday party episode for kennedy yeah the tea party in season one you should find his chiron there and then I'm sure it's going to say like her stepbrother or something. It was something right. like very intimate. And he was like a huge part. Like he knew all the stuff about Russell. And so like he would make lots of like little side comments about that. Who's to know if he befriended Lisa after as like a social climber? Because I think he did used to appear consistently in all of the other parts. But he knows all of them because like if he's friends with Taylor, Taylor and Kyle were super close at the beginning mm -hmm. of the show. So like he probably latched onto her and he probably latched on to LVP. So I would just like to make a technical comment for the real fans. Like Dorit and PK can shut up. He was actually Taylor's friend. Yeah. Maybe he was already LVP's friend as well, but I doubt it because remember LVP could not stand Taylor the first and like the first half of the second mm -hmm. season as well. 
So he was her friend first. That's all. (laughs) On that note, I wasn't like paying attention or I was watching it, but you know how like you look down or I think I went to the bathroom or something and all I hear is my friend Dwight. And so all I'm thinking is Dwight from Atlanta. (laughs) Not, yeah. I was like, no way. We have a number one Dwight. He's a number like five Dwight. Also, my hair looks crazy because I didn't wash it, but I can't have it up anymore. It's hurting my head. It's fine. I just washed. Speaking of hair, because Dubai is, okay, we won't have much to cover. Um, I actually liked it this week. Really? Wow. I know. For once? I know. I was shocked too, because at first when the episode started, I went, wow, I forgot that I didn't finish the second half of last week because I went out of town. So like. I don't think I finished it either, sadly. I missed the dance hall party. And I think it's better that I don't watch it because I don't need to see Caroline Stanbury or Sergio attempting dance hall. They were dressed like they were from the, like from. From the future. Or from the, like the 70s or something. Like. Yeah. they. I think nobody did that theme properly besides Lisa. Yeah. Um, but I mean, she is also Jamaican. So there's that. <laughs> She's also well, so she had that party. Yeah. She's also gorgeous. Like, ugh. I stand her face. Like, she just is like, lit, like physically gorgeous. Like yeah. in her body. Like, I'm like, oh my gosh. Yeah, um, she has to market what she's got, which is her looks. Yeah, and then her husband is beautiful. Their kids look like the husband, so they're. I'm beautiful. kind of like switching out on the husband. I'm like, nah. I think the accent like bumps him too. I think if he looked like that and was American, we'd be like, okay. We wouldn't be mad, but I just wouldn't be mad. You're right. Like a British accent always does. Like I don't think he'd be gorgeous. Yeah, if he was American. Uh, you have some. You're 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 onto something there. Okay. I just think they're just they're a beautiful family. They're a very nice couple. Yes, yeah. sure. Um, our girl Brooks is a Leo. It was her birthday. I think yesterday. Happy birthday! Yeah, she Brooke. turned thirty-four. Yeah. I heard so she's very what close I, to our age and she's a businesswoman yeah. and successful and I'm just like also astounded. you know we'll talk about this like as we get through the episode or I, I guess I'll just mention it now because mention it now you know during their two truths and a lie game and she said like one of the 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 scenarios was I got a multi-million dollar <laughs> settlement from my divorce but didn't she at the beginning say that she walked away with nothing and had to like like take care of her son and figure it out and like basically like start so, from the bottom up but she got a multi-million dollar settlement? I'm confused. I think and then the last episode, she was at dinner with him or lunch. And I'm like, so I'm confused about this story. Like, all this trauma, all of this stuff, which I'm not denouncing her trauma whatsoever. But it's like, sure. you make it seem like he would never be on camera because you fucking hate him. And like, that he didn't give you shit. And you just walked away with you and your baby and barefoot down the down the block. Like, that's the way she made it, per- like, she portrayed it to be. When in reality, you got a multi-million dollar settlement. Yes, you and your ex, you're still dealing with trauma, but y'all can get along enough to go to lunch together on camera. I mean, I think there's some layers to that. I, I mean, think I, I think there's definitely whatever layers. Whatever they're doing, it's going to help. There's layers to it. I think you can be traumatized by somebody and still go eat a meal with them, especially if they're giving you money. Like he's No, and I'm not saying that that's a problem. I'm just saying. No, no, no. I'm just saying that like, She's doing it to get money. Well, yeah, for sure. But all I'm saying is her, the way she communicates about, not even the trauma, because the trauma is a whole, like you said, a whole nother aspect of it that you can't, you know, like Stockholm syndrome, like there's so much that goes with it. But just the, like this, the, the, 
like this, like saying that she walked away with nothing. Like I walked away, I chose to walk away with nothing. And he like just tr- trying to make it seem like he was a deadbeat dad who wasn't like supporting her. She just had to, like you know like she just had to get up and go in the middle of the night like with nothing but her and her son. And in reality, you want a multi million dollar settlement from your divorce. Um, well, so I think there's like a few things so she has the same problem and a lot of people have this problem and like this is why and like not to make it about sarah but like just to rope her in for a second like the problem that i have with sarah is for the same reason that you're talking about brooks is like people think that they're learning things on the internet like i can't tell you how many times people be like have you seen this tiktok about blah blah and it's like that's not real learning like you can learn a recipe but like if you want to learn about a topic you need to go like read a published book you know what i mean and or so, research like, it more about, like to have you, a real yeah, informed decision actually yeah you need to do more than like a 90 second video to yeah. be able to speak on a topic and so like people use the word trauma all the time now like that traumatized me or like i have you know i say facetiously that i have ptsd from blah 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 knowing that i'm being facetious but people will throw around words like trauma very easily now because it's just a word that they hear and they associate it with some of the things they're going through but they not, may not be seeking like professional help or actually have something diagnosed, have an actual. So I think she probably had a terrible divorce. The like walked away with nothing thing. I think it's unclear. I'm like, I wonder if she's been married more than once. Like, cause there's also some cloudiness with that. Like, what is she talking about? Maybe like she chose to come away with nothing at first. And then, you know, it's like she waffles. So like, I just don't really take anything. True. And then maybe like she originally, you know, thinking about it, maybe she, she originally she survived walked and away with nothing. Walking away with nothing. Yeah. And then, you know, divorces can just take so long. You know, my, yeah. my parents, the divorce took about a year and yeah. I mean, it just, it gets messy. So yeah, for sure. Probably what she's talking about, but I'm like, you know, you should clarify that. Like, but I get like when you go through bad experiences, they are traumatizing. And so she was yeah. just coming from her own experience. So I take it back a little bit. I- I'll reel it in a little bit. Ms. No, Brooks. and I think, well, I think too, like she has a survivalist instinct too, right? Like she's a single mother. She wants to live in this really expensive place. So like she can, you know, and I'm not saying this in a judgmental way, like, because people do this all the time. Like, you can say like, oh, I hate this person, blah, blah, blah. Like I, I have a personal thing about like accepting things and money from people because I've seen that in my own extended family. And I think it's like, it, I get almost like Sarah was talking about at the end of this episode. Like, I don't want anyone to pay for anything for me. Like I want it to be whatever relationship this is or whatever the partnership is eventually. Like those are decided later, but like no one's going to hold a, hold something over me because they were using money for that purpose. And so, um, that's the thing is like, Brooks can say whatever she wants about whatever, but like, if she needs money, she's eating lunch with him. She's had a lot of like, kind of, you know, daggery things. You could see he was mad too at that lunch. Like she probably lured him to that lunch under a separate pretense and to not make a scene. He was just like, okay, I'm going to sit here for this lunch. But he looked pissed as fuck every time she said something insulting to him, whether or not it's true, like that's one thing, but like, do you want to be invited to a lunch where people are just like, you were this and you were that. And you were, yeah. you know, like, it wasn't even in, like, playful it. Way. she was literally like therapizing herself at him. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like she doesn't, she de- clearly doesn't have good coping things. Cause like, as we see, she lashes out a lot and she gets really riled up and she's very like the, pe- like, I love her, but the pendulum swings so chaotically all mm-hmm. the time, like literally minute to minute to minute to minute. 
And so that's somebody who like clearly has a lot of things that she needs to work on. Definitely. And that's the one thing I can say that Sarah like was right about when they had their little picnic date is like, you can choose to like, you know, like you can choose to like grow from it and like, you know, take a, you know, like heal from it or not. Like, and Brooks clearly has a lot of things that she needs to like work through. Um, and also some people just can't afford to like you know what I mean I think she's like Brooke strikes me as the type of person like she said she's trying to provide for herself and her son and like she doesn't come from the same like generational wealth as some of the women on this show or you know like who they married into and are still married to and so she has to like really just survive you know what I mean there's probably other choices she could make but like if she's choosing to live there, she has to be able to. I mean, to, when you're like, in survival mode, it's a whole different, like, ball game. Like, there's no she, time to heal. I'm in survival mode. Like, I don't even know what that she means. She doesn't have the same support system that Sarah has in person, like, in real life. and all. Yeah, but I stuff. mean, how many years has it been since her and her husband have, like, divorced? Like, I feel like at some point, like, there's no excuse for self, like, the self, the, the work that you do on yourself. Oh, sure. That yeah. She's not to. Yeah. And at the same time, though, like everybody's journey is different because I know like Sarah's trying to help her, but that girl cannot help but sound preachy as fuck because it's just I like, love it. she just, but she keeps trying to establish herself as the like prototype. And that's super insulting. You can't just yeah. be like, look at me, look who I could become. Like, shut the fuck up. Like the thing about Sarah, the reason I can't get with her and it was in that scene is that she listens with the intent to respond instead of mm-hmm. the intent to understand. Like she always has her answer yeah pre-packaged she yeah. does not she's like she's main character energy and i'm not saying she's not trying to represent something good but she needs to be in dialogue with people instead of like it being her monologues and like she legit thinks she's like jesus preaching to the commoners of israel or whatever and the thing you know well. the thing is all of them will say you know like ayan was like you're like literally the sweetest person like that i've yeah. like on this earth and I do think that Sarah comes from a good space because it's like when you have done so much work on yourself and you're like you and you see your friend struggling with the, almost the same issues as you, you do sometimes like put your, you know, like try to get them out of their their shit by being like, but look, like I did it. You can do it, too. And it's like, but that's not what a everyone wants. And B, yeah. like you have to just be like you said, aware that like everyone has their own journey and you just kind of have to shut mm-hmm. up sometimes and don't give your advice. But I think in this particular moment, Brooks like took it well. And I think that Sarah was coming from a good space. And I agree, you know, cause you know, the trauma is real. So, and then the fact that they bonded on like their kids being bullied in school and stuff, I think that was sweet. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I think it's just like, she just needs to learn to meet people where they're at. Like you were yeah. saying, um, like if anything, being a good friend is actually just actually perceiving what your friend needs and giving them that because sometimes they're not like you know when you think like healthy behavior change models like they may be at pre-contemplation they're not even at contemplation yet like that and it's not any like no one responds well to like hey you have a problem i'm here to help some people may not even think they have a problem you know what i mean and so like, yeah. as long as they're not hurting you you need to let them or themselves like you need to like let them get to that place because it's kind of like it's even with things as simple as like weight loss and diets like nobody can want it for that person they have to want it for themselves so yeah um i needs to have more any of that so sarah just needs to be less into sarah's like message do you know what i'm saying yeah 
if she learns that she could be tolerable like the message is great but just less of it like to make yourself just well unsolicited yeah just less unsolicited advice yeah because it's just like she's just like anybody sitting outside you know the hallway saying like have you found jesus yet and it's like no i didn't ask you for this you know triggered yeah yeah and then um i'm sick of sergio he's giving me michael darby or what's who's another i was trying to think of another half husband who tries to join all this stuff oh like slade slade smiley peter thomas patricia patrick are you peter or patricia I don't know Peter as well, but I was trying to remember who would always be joining in on the stuff. And Slade. I feel like it was Slade mm-hmm. and it was Michael Darby. Um, like, it's just not endearing anymore to, like, not let your wife have her time to herself. Like, it's just annoying. And It's smothering. I'm also, I'm also out on a man who demands children and doesn't know what an umbilical cord is. Like, you're 27. I mean, the dude thought that you could half-bake a baby in, in someone and then take him out and put him in somebody else. Like... That should not be a person who's allowed to ejaculate sperm into a woman's vagina. What is that? Like, <laughs> no, it's disgusting. The I embarrassment is like, uh, just... I hate him. I've decided. Did you not take anatomy? Not anatomy. <laughs> Did you not take like sex education? Like watch a video? No one, t- the birds and the bees? Oh. No? No. Have you seen someone he pregnant? Probably, honestly, he's so rich. He was probably homeschooled, which again, let's work on the education system, folks. Um, globally. <sighs> No child left behind. No child left behind. Um, Also, that thing from the Sarah Brooks lunch that I forgot that I died at was when Brooks first got there. She didn't even recognize Sarah. She's like, I walked right past you. I didn't even know that was you because she was in a fucking costume. I'm just like, Sarah loves to be in character no matter what she's doing. (sighs) So the big premise of this episode is that they, and at first I thought it was going to be a dead episode again, to be honest. I was like, here we fucking go to snooze. But then the trip has been fun so far. So they get ready for the trip. I love that Nina's son made her a goodie bag. And it was so like cute. the Among Us logo. I was like, of course, these rich kids have Among Us themed birthday parties. Right. And shit like that. But I love Nina. Like, um, it was funny because when she was, I know usually you'll judge people, like not you, but like people watching will judge when someone's like, I've never been on a girl's trip. or, But I kind of relate to, I've never like gone on a vacation where I didn't bring my kids because my family is very like that my extended family and so it's just like it's just what you do like you don't go on parents trips without the kids yeah it's just like wrong my parents did they used to go places with without us all the time oh my god well there were lots of you weren't there like three (laughs) not lots of you three is not that (laughs) many they were just like (laughs) disney world like we, we went to disney world a lot but like international vacations like they would go to the bahamas or I don't know where else they, those people went, but they would go places and not take us. <laughs> oh, those people. Like, dang, uh, can we go somewhere else besides Disney World? I'm tired of Donald Duck. Well, my parents were not. Not really, days, but, you know. So. And also, like, my family never went on, like, uh, luxury, like, vacations. You know what I mean? Like, we would go to any of the places we were from because we were in the military, so we lived far away. So yeah, if that was like Minnesota, Puerto Rico, whatever. And then, yeah, sometimes like a Disney World or things like that. Like we would travel domestically, but it was mostly like just to see our families. And then my parents sent me on, like they were generous enough to send me on like a student ambassador trip when I was a teenager um, without them having ever been to those places before. So Okay, passport to Paris. Oh, it was very that. And I even had the backpack. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> Duh. Only child life. <laughs> Hardworking parents with spoiled brat life. 
Uh, I sure did. That was, that was the times I was 13 also. So, you know, I was like in that gig. Oh, for sure. Oh, I was definitely like hitting on any cute guy, not even conscious of like how old they may be or how old I was or anything like that. Bonjour. (laughs) And also I've looked the same since I was like 12. So it doesn't really help. Oh yeah. Bonjour. 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 I said that earlier. Oh today. my god! And the partner of my, I was, I walked in the room and I'm like, bonjour. And someone, maybe, well, yeah, I think the partner was like, he was like, I can't get that out of my brain because my daughter has watched Beauty and the Beast like a million times bonjour. recently. Bonjour. And I'm like, bonjour, bonjour, bonjour. bonjour. There goes the baker. With He's just like, thanks. I'm not gonna be able to stop thinking baby. about it now. I was like, sorry. Beauty and the Beast is the fucking best. I don't care what people say about. Stockholm syndrome. That would be so good. <laughs> Not you giving a psychological take them. on Beauty and the Beast with the Stockholm no, you syndrome. You know how people love to fuck up Disney? I have those friends who are just. I like, mean, it is very Stockholm syndrome. Like he like, literally kidnapped her. her and like emotionally abused her. I'm like, shh. And he Cinderella, really I don't know what they said about her, but I'm like, shh. Sleeping Beauty, they're like, did she? That was child that? abuse. Cinderella was uh, child abuse, and then. And then Sleeping Beauty, they're like, did she consent to that kiss? And I was like, the kiss that brought her back to life? Y'all got to stop. If anything, the poison. Let's talk about her being poisoned. (laughs) Poisoned. (laughs) No, you're thinking about Snow White, but Sleeping Beauty had the same Oh, yeah. Sleeping Beauty got pricked. She pricked her finger on the needle. Okay, well, she was. You got to talk about sharks. She was put under under voodoo. You got to talk about Sharps disposal containers. Come on, healthcare. You got to put those needles away if you're not using them because that's what happens. You get pretty. She was hypnotized. <laughs> Have we talked about hypnotic? That's the problem. And Little Mermaid, she was blackmailed or lured into, into I don't know, whatever. That was just yeah, bad. But, they, but people are always like, oh, she let that happen because of a man, you know, because she saw Eric and was like, I want legs. I mean, every single... I mean, I won't get into it, but let people identify how they want to identify. Let every them single Disney life. movie is very misogynistic. Um, it's very and we love a man them. can save you. <laughs> Minus Encanto yeah. and like the recent Frozen. ones, yeah, Frozen. Um, what's the one with the girl with the braids? Tangled they teamed up together. Yeah, Tangled they teamed up together. I love Princess and the Frog. She had her own shit going on. Um, You're thinking about Merida from Brave. Hmm. Merida Thank from Brave? Is that what you were talking about? Yeah. Well, anyways, this is fine, you guys. <laughs> they didn't do anything wrong. <laughs> I don't even know how we got here, but okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking. Oh, because we're talking about families. We were talking about movies. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so back to Dubai. So they're going on this trip to this island. Oh, and I was saying, like, my family would never leave the kids. Like, that's just wrong. Like, you're. Oh, yeah. You, you'll go on a cheaper trip, but you're going to bring the whole fam. And also, like, my family's not about leaving people with other people. You know what I mean? Like, babysitters. My parents want to, like, cruises, all types of stuff. No. One year I told my sister they were going to Bermuda. And I was like, they're going to get stuck in the Bermuda Triangle. <laughs> my younger sister. Oh, my God. She was traumatized. She still mentions it now, but, you know. <laughs> Y'all are a mess. Um, then we had fucking Chanel singing some songs and Lisa said it when I was thinking it about church. Cause she was singing it's like in American Catholic church or like white Catholic yeah. church is what I'm trying to say. Um, sometimes if there's like a prayer and I don't know why some churches want to sing the prayer instead of reciting it. It's like, instead of saying like our father who art in heaven, people be like, our father, our 
No, not like that. It's it's a draggy recital. Like it's recited very like, our father who are, and it's like an organ playing in the background. Like that's how she knows. <laughs> you really sound like a choir, <laughs> a choir kid right now. I mean, I was. The I was octaves, in, the range. Was I, I don't know if I was in church choir, but I was in middle school choir. I did a lot of things at church. I used to read in public. I was a lectern. (laughs) Shout out to reading at church. And then like eventually the adults just didn't want to do it anymore. So they would just wait for me to show up and be like, Ruby, it's your turn. And I would try to go to church late so that they wouldn't pick me. And they would wait. They would wait till I got there to be like, oh, good. You're here. First and second reading girl. And I went, no, (laughs) let me read the gospel instead of the priest, please. I didn't like sing. I was little Mary Cosby, basically. <laughs> basically. I didn't sing, but we had this thing called, um, we had like these Bible competitions where we had to like study the Bible and it was like Jeopardy, like Bible Jeopardy. But it was oh. with all of the churches like that were of our denomination, like all of the churches wow. in the area, like in the entire state. And we would compete against each other, like teams. athletes for Jesus? Basically. Love it. I wish they had done more for that because I didn't know anything about what I was reading. <laughs> like I couldn't retain that information. It was too much. I... Aside from the Eastern Christmas readings where like, we all know those stories, the beginning and the end, if you will. Um, yeah. I just don't remember much else. That was the only Even role I, I read... played in church minus, you know, eating the crackers and juice that were left from communion. Yeah. I was also an altar server. Boom. The ranks. <laughs> Look at you. Just range just Just chiming in for jesus you know jobs for jesus yeah that's why i'm excited for jesus here i paid my dues 32 (laughs) is gonna be lit even though i still haven't turned 32 (laughs) my pippin year is going to be amazing (laughs) i know even though yeah you haven't even turned 32 yet (laughs) well i'm just like it's so close i'm just like trying to move to the next thing is it so close it's like two months away all right well yeah (laughs) Close is relative. (laughs) Perception is truth, you know. Um, Moving back to this trip, uh, I said this earlier in the episode and we'll get into like later she does give in. But at first I was like, Lisa still gives me go girl, give me nothing. And I said, but they'd probably let her stay next season so that Chanel would have one friend. (laughs) Because I think nobody else likes Chanel anymore except for Lisa. Um, And I was weak when Brooke said, you know, when Offset goes Offset... And then they go, woo, woo, woo. I was weak. <laughs> like, she was like, Chanel is the woo, woo. <laughs> and I was like, oh, you are our age. <laughs> like, what a reference. I know. I was like, okay, Brooks. It's um, funny. Like, Brooks looks really good, but I think I just perceived her as like maybe three or four years older because she's like so businesswoman and mature and stuff. But again, like, if you have to like grow up and handle shit, I think, and I also think sometimes when people have such a chiseled face, it makes them look like older like she has such high cheekbones and like because it's like you don't have baby fat or like a little mm -hmm. round yeah whereas yesterday my lender like one of the lenders i use a lot he was like i was telling him how a contractor thought was 23 and he was like i mean i thought you were like 25 you know he was like i no, actually he said was like he was like i can see that but me being like knowing you and like the business conversations we can have like i know you're like 27 and i'm like no i'm 31 he was like what (laughs) 
I think I told you a couple weeks ago, this girl, I said something like, well, now I'm 31. I have to care about growing up and this and the other. And the girl just looked at me for a little while. And I was like, what's wrong with her? And then like, I was talking about five other things. And she's like, you're 31. I was like, yep. And she's like, you look like you're my age. And I didn't ask her what age was, but I felt pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like the implication is. That you were in your 20s. Yes. Well, I'm the implication of early 20s is what I see from that. Baby face for life. Yeah. Unless it's gua sha. This gua sha work I do like just chisels like just a little bit. Just a little. A little. Yeah. Well, here I am, the apple of everyone's eye. (laughs) Um, Again, (laughs) this painful episode that wasn't painful. Um, They did like their first day of the part of like the whatever you want to call it, the girls trip. At first, I was like, yes, I would wear pajamas to dinner. And then I said, no, I wouldn't. Because I'm so obsessed with cleanliness that, like, I wouldn't want to get food on my pajamas or, like, smell like the food or get sweaty from, like, drinking in games. I was thinking maybe they, like, would put on other PJs to go to bed or sleep naked. Or Oh, yeah. I'm sure they probably have multiple pairs of everything. Mm. I was just I obsessed with that duck and the, and the glass jars. I love a duck. I love a duck. What? They have, like, this – the food – he brought out like duck and it was in like a enclosed oh the smoked thing yeah 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 Yeah. duck just makes me yeah happy yeah anyway no no pork but the ducks we can eat them no pork but the ducks quack quack oh except they no longer quack girl i love the i love that nina brought in the lebanese dancers that was a fun little moment yeah that was cute and then um they were all in their feather pjs like it's you know, it, Dubai is going to fall in the same thing as uh, Beverly Hills, where like they just wear whatever they're told is trendy. So they're all going to show up in the same outfits like yeah. in the next three seasons. But I do like those kind of pajamas. Yeah, I, I think they're probably order cute. them, except I feel like they're probably hard to maintain. Like they probably shrink quickly <clears> or the feathers fall off. Or I, yeah, I probably would just wear it like for a, like, you know, like a special, like if my friends were having a pajama party or like a bachelorette or something, and yeah. then just like probably hang it up. Yeah, I almost ordered them for this bachelorette party, but since we were going south, I thought it was going to be hot. I should have ordered them because the house was freezing. I don't yeah. know what was going on in that home, but it was cold. Um, then they did game night, which I always think is a good idea, especially like I think now they're all finally getting to know each other because they, I think what was awkward in these first few episodes was like, they really didn't know each other more than a hello here or there. So like there was no bond. But when you just like sit around the floor and you just play drinking games, I feel like that just... Yeah. I feel like some of them, though, like, I didn't know, like, how Lisa was saying that her and Nina used to be really close. Yeah, but what is her definition of, like, again, that's, like, Brooke's definition of trauma. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. I feel like maybe, like, because I remember in the beginning they were saying, like, Nina, Lisa, and Ayan were actually friends. But Lisa and Ayan got closer, and, like, Nina, you know, like, her and Nina weren't as close anymore. So I wonder... I don't know. Whatever. I just never take that seriously when people say that, especially on these shows. Because, like, what do you mean? Like I was saying earlier, closest relative. Yeah. Um, I was weak when Lisa said that she has a VVS diamond on her clitoris. I love it. Because it makes me think of that My Chick Bad remix when Trina talks about VVS diamonds. (laughs) But I love it. $5,500 clit. That's amazing. I don't. Oh, my God. That sounds so painful. I would not pierce my little girl. Yeah, because I just feel like it, like I'm afraid, like the same thing with like my like nipples, like I never got them pierced, even though I wanted them because I was afraid I was going, it was going to like, I was going to desensitize them and it was going to, you know, make, 
I don't know. And then I've just, anyway. Um, so I just wouldn't <laughs> down there either. Cause it's like, what if it desensitizes it? Or like, I'm just sitting down and just like, whoop, any type of friction is like, hello. A metal detector. Yeah. You gotta be telling everybody your business all the time. I gotta Sorry, be this diamond down there. Barbells out. Yeah. Ooh. Too much. Oof. No, thank you. I don't seek out. Anyway, um, I also like during the two truths. First of all, these bitches got two truths and a lie wrong because they kept saying one truth and two yeah. lies. It was too obvious. But when you were talking about the Brooks thing, my favorite part was when she was in her confessional and was like, I just felt like I deserved to be a first lady. And on top of that, she said, but he was married. I was like, what a mess this woman is. Like, also, how old was she? Who is she talking about? Right. I'm like, who is she talking I think about? I about Donald. Not Donald Trump. Well, it's not Brock. How do you know it's not? It's Brock? not Papa Joe. How do you know it's not? Oh, ew! Who's fucking Papa Joe? <laughs> Doctor Jill. <laughs> I don't even want to put that controversy out about <laughs> this here Barack. But all I say is, I put nothing I, past I anybody. Think... Nah, I don't I put think nothing. Have, have you that. seen Scandal? <sighs> I put nothing past anybody. Exactly. That was a white man. Yeah, but black. That was a white too. Republican president. The black. Black people cheat too. Like black husbands cheat. Yeah, but black wives would be Sorry, them. Barack. I'm sorry for they doing it like that. I'm sorry for doubting you. Brooks would not have been proudly saying that on TV if it was like a wife that we all stand. You think she was that kind of smoke? I don't think like she would say who it was. Obviously, she didn't say who it was. So but she looks controversial. She looked a little sly when she was saying it. Again, you think I don't think it was Donald Trump, being... but she does like a white man too. So I don't know. Old rich white man that can finance. Ugh, but who could fuck Donald Trump? A lot of people have for the money. That's what I'm talking Ugh. about, girl. Transactions, money, money talks, bullshit walks. Mm-hmm. He's disgusting looking. Um, people don't care. Very true. They think, they think about the dinero, sis. True. And Ayan said, you know, I think I know who you're talking about exactly but then i was i was also like president like were they talking about like there are other presidents you know like outside of the u.s so what if it was like a president of like another country or something aren't there i don't think it's that deep um let's take a break and then wrap up (laughs) (laughs) i can't the mystery looms wow india's ready to go she said i'm sick of talking to you I just want a sandwich. Oh, that's fair. You know what I've eaten today? I've had, I had coffee, which is a problem. I had one taco. Didn't even eat the whole taco, mind you. Maybe three fourths of it and a margarita and this glass of wine. That's, that's. Wow, healthy. (laughs) So good for you. (laughs) Well, We'll wrap this up. We'll wrap this up. Um, so then it's like day two. I was like over the glam trip or glam teams on the trips. Like bitches, just do your own hair and makeup. It's just travel. Like I mean, I'm- Ayana is just very over the top. So I wouldn't like if yeah. there would be anybody that would have glam, I would expect her to. Um, yeah, I'm just saying that as a like across all of them. I'm just saying yeah, because most of y'all like but, I think her and Dorit probably use utilize their glam teams like Erica. the most. Yeah, and Erica. Like to the like the best capacity, like in the highest capacity. Whereas the rest of them just be like, all right, so um, 
Sure. Yeah. Um, why was I weak when Sarah was sitting in that damn bunk bed, that space age bunk bed face <laughs> coming up? She looked so fucking dumb. <laughs> I was like, what are you doing? She looked like she belonged there, but she looked a fool. Yeah, it was not good. I could not. And then Caroline Stanbury takes them to this like wave machine thing. That was like kind of a cute idea. I'm glad that they had the like, you could just boogie board and not have to just surf because I would have said, I would have declined the surfing. Yeah, I'm not really, it's not really my thing. Like I, like Mm -hmm. I, yeah, it's just not my thing. Because Sarah said it. Well, because she did the surfing where she kept getting thrown off yeah that's different but like if you're just doing the belly boogie boarding i think it's not as bad because mm-hmm. like you're lower to the ground but gotcha. if you're falling off and getting thrown off against the wall obviously that'll hurt more yeah um and then like i was saying like i haven't really been into lisa because i feel like she's all just looks and no depth but i actually really found it intriguing like at first i was like side eye with the story about her brother and like she was just like, oh yeah, like I solved his murder and stuff. I was like, all right. But at least like when she got into the detail, it made more sense. And whatever that was, like, I appreciate that she was just opening up because I think that's the issue with most of them is like, they're not actually talking about anything of substance. So it's hard to connect with them. So like, that's why I liked Nina first because she was talking about her family a lot and like her experience being like Lebanese American and living in the States, but then moving to Dubai and then like away from her family, like all of her stuff came off really sincere and then like Stanbury when she talked about the boarding school and how that fucked her up it's like okay you're a little bit more normal and then like Chanel and Sarah I feel like I still need a little more Brooks who knows Brooks is you know the Tasmanian there, everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> we're just getting a lot from her so I don't have to know anything deep but I was happy that Lisa finally said something like opened up that- yeah, that wasn't like I'm promoting my fashion line or like I have a go I like- want more I want more details like I like just even the fact that because I do believe in that and I have been visited in my dreams by like past way loved ones so I it's kind of scary because you're like what the fuck just happened but I do believe in it and so when she was talking about it I was like yo this is insane like you solved your cousin's murder based off of your dreams and your cousin yeah. telling you where to find this man like that's that deserves a true crime like episode yeah that's insane yeah so I was just like happy she finally said something with substance because I've just been sick of like the whole superficial vibe yeah. um because I feel like all she just cares about is like her outfits and like that can only get me so like I don't watch the shows for that she's definitely like a um like a uh why am I blanking on names this is awful she's definitely a Robin like type of like Robin Cynthia type of cast member yeah but it's like not even robin because at least robin's funny and like we know things about robin that's the thing like robin's not causing drama because lisa's actually in drama but she's just not interesting i know what you're saying i get the analogy but maybe more of a cynthia i don't know i'm trying to think like kind of like a dorit like where it's just looks you know uh yeah maybe more of a dorit lines because like it's like dorit talking about pk's teeth and like weird made-up storylines you know what i mean yeah with the family hopefully season two she'll bring it a little bit more i hope so or you know whatever they get ready for dinner they've been drinking all day and it's very clear because brooks showed up to that table hammered mc hammered as kelly dodd used to say mc (laughs) hammered that's kelly dodd 
um, on behalf of our account. Anytime she posts something, I go, I miss you with <laughs> Dan and Tamara and Vicky. So I'm sorry to everybody. Um, but I really do miss the four four together. Um, I was just loving the intoxication. And then um, they were like talking about Caroline and Sergio. And at the end, like, of course, there's like, God brought him to you. And then Nina's like, he, you manifested him. And then Brooks is like, give me the manifestation blueprint. Like, <laughs> the words out. Her eyes are like, how She's like, give me the blueprint for the manifestation. And I was like, yeah, me too. But like, <laughs> clearly. <laughs> and then, um, you know, they got into, the thing is, it's like, and I think this is going to happen a lot with this group is like, they're all from different cultures with different vocabularies. So there was like very easy, like miscommunication understanding. Like there was a conversation to be had about like, whether or not like you need someone to depend upon. And I think the implication was both financial and emotional, depending Mm -hmm. on who you were asking. And so like, that's when Sarah was saying like, you don't need a man, blah, blah, blah. And then they're like, it's not. And I think what Samber is trying to communicate was like, I don't need a man, but I wanted one. And like, just thought that would add to my life. And then like, I don't know how Shana, oh. And so then Stamber is just trying to do an analogy. And she's like, you own a business, right? Like you want something. And before she could even get started on like explaining the analogy, like Ion popped mm-hmm. off to eternity, like Rena did on Beverly Hills, where she just like went through this whole thing about, you know, all the business. It was giving Kelly Benson on, on Scary Island where it was just like- It doesn't make sense. Nothing made sense. She's off on her own planet. Like she's causing- such chaos and like nothing was even done to her and that's when I was finally like I'm very over her like it in the cost benefit analysis like yes she's funny sometimes yes she's beautiful um her family seems lovely but like I'm over the crazy outfits to normal places like I don't care if you you're saying that's your thing like it's not something like to me admirable you know to be like I'm wearing a fifty thousand dollar gown to a bazaar you know like enough is enough you know mm-hmm. and then on top of that like to then go like have this whole flip out to make quote good television because I feel like everything she's doing is like she's trying to phone it in as like what you're supposed to be like a real housewives checklist you know what I mean like she studied the show I mean I need to be the person who yells because that's what's going to make gifts mm. and yeah. so that's it and then next week I was still hoping they'd say next week on the season finale but no it's just next <laughs> like every damn preview i'm like this is the season finale this is the season finale no because they just shot the 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 reunion but that was like two weeks ago yeah but i feel like we have like a like till probably the end of august until it's over um i was gonna say like hopefully in the next few episodes lisa shows more of herself and you're like i'm ready for this shit to be done (laughs) i it's just like first seasons aren't supposed to be this long like, I think at most, like, I think the very first seasons of most of those shows are eight episodes. And I think maybe Salt Lake was 13. Like, it was not that much. Yeah. For them to be doing all Definitely, of this. Definitely. Um, I think they, like, hyped it up more than, you know, there was a lot of hype around it. And it's, like, not been that great. I just um, don't know how they have this much footage that they think they should be using. Yeah, because Family Cause Karma, it's way more interesting. And that eight episode, oh, I, I was like, damn, like, I cannot wait for Family Karma to come back. When is it coming back? October? 
They haven't put a date for it yet. Okay. Also confirmed Salt Lake City season one was only 13 episodes plus the reunion episodes. Gotcha. 13 is fine. But this is like... What episode are we on on Dubai? I think we're like on nine. It's... I don't know what it is, but it's long. It just feels long because it's dull. Like it's not as eventful as... Yeah, no first season is ever going to be... And even if it is, it's only good because you condense it to just the really good shit. Right. There's so much that we've seen that we didn't need to see. Um, So far, next week is going to be the 11th episode. So maybe it is 13, but that's 13 too many. No, I'm kidding. It might be 13. Um, I'm like, what was like, I mean, Housewives is so like, there's been, you know, obviously there's so many Housewives now, but just, you know, and so obviously like the older ones are all great. Like OC, original OC days, bitch. Yeah. I used to live, but in like New York, um, even like Beverly Hills, that was a good first season. Dallas was a little like, eh, the first season. Potomac um, was a great first season. Potomac was a great first season. They, I mean, Potomac hit the ground running and they haven't like stopped. Potomac has never faltered, knock on wood. Never. Like, this, probably this most recent season was like not my favorite, but it's because they were in such high esteem. Yeah. And was, so. this, was it the COVID season? No, last season wasn't the COVID season. Was it? Yeah, it was. And it still was good. It was still good. And it wasn't because of COVID. Yeah. It was just that, like, it, they were getting into too much with Wendy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wendy's a Wendy lot. should never be the center of us. Mm-hmm. Wendy should never be holding the center champagne. No. But you know what I mean? Like, the <laughs> season of Roni sucked because of COVID. But then that was, like, the beginning of COVID, but too. The thing is, it's like... Some, I mean, obviously it was affected, but there were just some shows that were already, like Roni was bad before coming. Yeah. And then they just couldn't like pick it up, you know? So I think it really just impacted shows that were already good or bad. True. Because um, Salt Lake City was still great. Mm -hmm. It was stark in the middle of COVID, but people were getting arrested left and right and accusing each other of assault left and right. Very true. Um, Crime didn't stop because of COVID. And then... (laughs) um, Roni and OC were already down the drain. Beverly Hills was doing what Beverly Hills does, which is like make a mountain out of molehill. So that didn't change. Yeah. So, nope. It, we just like to blame COVID because we're all traumatized, but Roni was trash already by that. Because that's like when Dorinda was like yelling at Tinsley about making babies and laughing at her, like the fucking Joker. Like, yeah. It by it's that definitely point. rough watching. Um... It's definitely rough watching, uh, what am I saying? It's rough watching, um, OC, because I'm in the middle of watching, like, season 14, when they were, um, like, when COVID, like, started. Is that season 14 or 15? Uh, 15. Um, so. Elizabeth. Yeah, so it's a little rough. Yeah, I, I gave up on OC once I hit, like, right before they went to Key West or whatever. And Bronwyn was like drunk with her tits out at the weaning party. I was like, I've had enough. This is where, this is where I say goodbye. And that's when I started doing the Married to Medicine vintage rewatch. Yeah. And I'm, and I'm the better for it. All right. Well, well, now that we've imparted our wisdom to you, little pearls, take that and run, but don't run with scissors. Please don't be safe and we will catch you guys. Yeah. Catch you on the flip side, as they say. We will see you guys next week. Bye. Gucci.
Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry about that. <laughs>